Hello and welcome back to another edition of Going to Extra Time with myself, Regan Walsh, and as ever, Brad Morris. Now this is a special Chelsea edition of Going to Extra Time, where we talk everything that's happened over the last 12 hours. But before we do, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and you are subscribed to our YouTube channel as well and follow us on Twitter at OfTCPod for all the latest news. Just one normal week is all I ask for, Brad. No, you don't. You want this. You want this uproar yeah, and amazing breaking news because that gives us more content. Indeed. I'm always happy for more content like this. I mean, it's just, what a whirlwind of a day it's been for Chelsea. Yeah, one they could not have... I guess they couldn't have expected it. Like, there was all the talk weeks ago. Is it going to happen? Probably should be getting sanctioned. He's very close links with Vladimir Putin and all this. They delay and they mm-hmm. delay because that's what our government does. And then out of nowhere it happens and Chelsea are screwed. Yes. I mean, it's just absolutely mental. Like you said... It was one of those that you expect uh, to have happened, but the fact that it's taken, what, these two and a half weeks or so, if not three weeks now since the whole stuff began uh, for anything to happen, is quite uh, typical of the UK government to do so in such a long-formatted way. Um, So the whole situation, for those that have somehow managed to stay away from the news in the last 24 hours, is Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich is one of seven Russian oligarchs who have been sanctioned by the United Kingdom's government. So, in layman's term, what is an oligarch? It's basically a term that has been coined by the uh, West as a wealthy Russian businessman. So Roman Abramovich is one of... Uh, these seven uh, people who is an oligarch. You also have to put into consideration political influence as well, which we've seen. If you you really dig deep into this country, a lot of Russian money has gone into the Conservative Party who are our government. Exactly. But we're Um, politicians. So... We are the the Twitter comment at the bottom that says explaining football terms. Yes. Um, so, in football terms, is basically the big boys are now being told that they can't do what they've been doing for ages because of their parents who have uh, had their money frozen by the banks, in short layman's terms. So, um, the news came out around about nine nine thirty this morning of the sanctions and Chelsea sanctions, and I've got it here. Uh, the football club is move, is among the assets frozen a part of the sanctions against Mr Abramovich so basically no money can come in or out of the club apart from the usual money that is uh, going to come in so broadcast fees they can still come in and uh, money that they can get from fans that have already bought tickets before today the 10th of March and uh, stuff like food and all that again from games in the future basically based on tickets that have already been sold so season ticket holders and uh, tickets for games that have been sold already up to this date um, the sale of Chelsea is now on hold as of this minute however from reports throughout the day there is talk uh, about the possibility of uh, the UK government getting involved to take over the whole 
potential sale of Chelsea Football Club. So in short terms, as of now, there was reports uh, yesterday and earlier on this week that a sale would want to be done by the 15th of March. So obviously that is now unlikely to happen. But as we go forward, now with this uh, sanction in place, it's increasingly unlikely that any sale would go straight to Abramovich. And the whole idea is that any money from any potential buyer will then go to uh, the club itself and not Roman Abramovich. So basically he can't make a profit from the club is what they're trying to do. Yeah, is that uh, enough information? Because <laughs> it's a lots of process. Well, that's just as we all found out this morning. Yeah, that's that is literally just the start of the whole stuff. So uh, we'll just go on this thing for a second or two because obviously there is a lot to talk about this whole session. Um, it's obviously big news because we spoke about potential people wanting to buy Chelsea on the podcast uh, over the last few weeks. One of them being the LA Dodgers owner. Um, the Danish or Swiss fella as well we've mentioned on the podcast as well and I spoke about it on the YouTube video when Abramovich first put the news this past week we've seen uh, Woody Johnson the owner of the New York Jets be interested in him uh, in buying Chelsea and Daniel Candy or Kundi um, again a Chelsea fan for a second I thought you were going to say Jason Kundi I was like hang on no not Jason Cundy. I think it's Daniel Cundy or Candy. Uh, again, yeah, I think you mean person. Nick Candy, but obviously, I think there's, there's some of the Nick Candy. That was it. Okay. Like British people now actually can't buy the club. Um, I'm not too sure whether there's been any official ruling on whether uh, British people can or cannot buy the club as of this minute in time. Um, so yeah, obviously, no one has said that they're pulling out of uh, potentially buying Chelsea I said all of there instead of of um, at this minute in time so it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forth and like I said do the UK government actually get involved so that this issue can be resolved quickly as possibly and further implications don't happen to the Chelsea Football Club well, let's be honest their club is currently being organised and ran by Nadine Doris so they will be hoping for a very very quick sale almost immediately I mean let's be honest Nadine Doris doesn't do anything fast and never doesn't do anything in general if anyway. I'm being honest <laughs> but I don't want to get yeah, personal that's like, <laughs> I mean that's the whole government in, in itself anyway if um, we're going to be trying to be funny with this you would say that Jacob Rees-Mogg is the most suited to Chelsea Football Club Oh God! Yeah, that's just uh, very strange to imagine him involved in Chelsea Football Club. Anyway, enough dreaming of that for a second. <laughs> just just leave just... that thought there if anyone knows who Jacob Rees-Mogg is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so more on this whole situation. The government said it would issue special license to Chelsea to allow them to continue to feel. Fulfill fixtures, staff to be paid, and existing ticket holders to attend matches. So obviously, as of time of recording, the men's team and women's team are in action. The uh, the men's team uh, have kicked off in their game, and the women's team are about to in the next five minutes. But that's irrelevant. Um, so what we know there is obviously that 
they have a lot of games to go the men's team for the re- uh, the remainder of the season. They've obviously got their Champions League tie against Lille. Uh, they've got about what ten to twelve games left of the Premier League season. Cup action as well. So it's a lot of games that they are uh, involved in over the next uh, month and a half or two months left of the regular season before the end of the season so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there but what we know uh, confirmed is that like I said in, uh, earlier any fan that has already bought a ticket prior to the 10th of March remain valid however new tickets cannot be purchased for home or away games so it's if they can't not... be making many jokes about the empty hat anymore I mean, obviously this one's forced on them so that, that's a problem yeah. But the basic gist Massive. is, like, they're not technically making money, and they can't, no, nah. like, bring in money. They they can't just bring. They just can't bring in money, yeah. and they can't spend money. Yeah. So they can pay. So for away games, they can pay a reasonable cost of travel to and from fixtures, but not exceeding twenty thousand pounds per game per team. So, obviously, I would imagine that. Uh, Tonight's fixture was obviously already sorted prior to uh, the game. So obviously them staying in a hotel, going to Norwich. But I don't know, going forth. It's, uh, it's a long walk back games. to Chelsea from Norwich. Yes, uh, but I would imagine at least for the next few games or so, that hotels and all that stuff may have already been sorted prior to this uh Sanction coming in, so I'm not too sure what happens in that situation. But just wait when they go to Lille next week, they'll be swimming back. <laughs> yes. Um, when it comes to home games, again, they're reasonable costs towards hosting home games, but they're not allowed to uh, exceed £500,000. Uh, so the first game in that sense is against uh, Newcastle United this weekend, and then they play uh, Brentford next no, not next week because it's the FA Cup. The week after the start of April is uh, their next game. So um, I know Brentford put out a statement earlier trying to seek clarification with the Premier League as to whether they'll be able to sell any more tickets themselves in terms of getting to their threshold of having uh, 3,000 away fans, which I think won't have any issue. Um, again, I'm not 100% clear. I'll wait till Premier League confirmation, so make sure you check out our Twitter on that situation there. It's just it's a lot of uncertainty around the issue. Yeah. Even twelve hours later, no one really knows what this fully will mean, which makes it difficult for us because no. we're not the experts with this. Mm. I'm I'm literally just trying to break this down into as simple terms as possible. Um, no, obviously, so you're doing a very good job that. Thank you. So there are going to be games of Chelsea's that are shown on TV as well, starting with Newcastle this Sunday. Now. Um, they will still get their money from Sky again. However, it's not one that they can then go on to reuse because that money will come into Chelsea's accounts and be frozen automatically. And again, uh, I've read stuff like, so if they've any, got any current projects going on with in terms of refurbishment of the stadium, training ground, uh, women's ground, again, they will be able to continue to happen. However, no new projects will be able to take place and everything else potentially for the future as of today is on pause until this whole situation uh, 
gets sorted. Yeah, and a lot of that is because they don't know for certain whether any money called from that will go straight to the pocket of Roman Abramovich. It's all right in him saying, oh yeah, but I'll give money to funds and what whatever what it was was it, was it a Ukrainian fund it was, it's always to do with aid yeah like a wasn't it a charitable fund for the Ukrainians like uh, involved in this ongoing war to try and help uh, aid to uh, their recovery but obviously we don't know the truth in that and anything um, but yeah any money now coming into the club so like I said tickets obviously prior to today they will still come in but they will be frozen money from fans buying food and drink at home games again will come into the accounts be frozen broadcast money ticket money from home games and away games that they can get back again will come into the accounts and once again will be frozen so it'll be very interesting to see what happens uh, once like we get towards the end of the season how much money of that is accumulated uh, left and obviously, if you think about it, uh, before the start of next season, if these assets are still frozen, Chelsea's Premier League money that they'll get from their uh, position at the end of this season will again come into the account but be frozen. So that could be a good hefty amount of money coming into the club that's just lingering there because there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, but I, I kind of feel that it will be very unlikely that these sanctions are still on them come the start of next season because I think they will have new owners I think the government will make sure that their sale is fast tracked just to relay any yeah. sort of punishment that goes on the club itself mm. very very true um, again speaking of the club going forward uh, with these sanctions they're not obviously able to sign any players in the summer as of today the 10th of March on recording uh, but obviously like you said I would also imagine that they would have new ownership by the summer so I think that may be changing and players who have contracts expiring so we look at the likes of Antonio Rudiger, Cesar Azpilicueta, uh, Andreas Christensen again they will not be able to Basically renew their contracts and will ultimately leave yeah uh, they will have to leave because they can't re-sign players to uh, deals again if by the time summer comes around, they have new ownerships and then players are popped from Christensen, who we know is set to join Barcelona this summer. Uh, if the others want to stay, then they can do if they have new ownership. Uh, I mean, that whole situation, if they don't have new owners, it's going to be a very, very interesting summer for Chelsea. Yeah, it's bad enough when you lose the players, but when you can't replace them... That just makes it even worse because then you're left with what you've got. And considering the, the defenders there, that's Rudiger, Christensen, and Quetta who are all guaranteed first team players for Chelsea. I mean, you lose them. I wonder who have they got to replace them. You've got Saar, Chalabar. On top of my mind, that's all I can think of in terms of the experience. Obviously, Thiago Silva's still remaining there because he has signed a new contract. Yeah, they've, they've, the they've year. got they've got that pretty much. Other than that, yeah. it's a lot of uncertainties. Which massive uncertainties there uh, in the defence, like you say, um, the experience that they currently have. I mean, Christensen and Aspilicueta are both currently starting in their game against Norwich. Um, but yeah, if they lose both of them, obviously we know Christensen, like I said, is set to leave. But 
you then at least have Rudiger to call upon, though we don't know fully of his uh, future situations. But if they lose them players and aren't able to replace them with top quality players like them, it's going to be very, very hard times for uh, Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, should we talk about Thomas Tuchel actually? Because he has come through this with my respects, with just how he's handled everything. Hmm. I mean, obviously, he can't do much in terms of, well, he can't do anything in terms of what's happening off the pitch. He's just got to keep the players level headed and focused uh, in terms of games going forward. But yeah, he's countless times came out and realistically, everything he said has just been absolutely perfect. I mean, uh, obviously, their last game before tonight there was the whole Chelsea fans chanting Roman Abramovich's name he came out and condemned them saying like lads this isn't the time or situation to be doing this and yes you can be thankful for what he's done for the club but just don't do it now like think of the appropriate time again tonight he's been saying like I'm gonna I'm committed to the club what happens uh, outside of the pitch again is out of my hands and I'm just trying to get my players focused on tonight's game against Norwich and uh, focused on for the rest of the season. Yeah, like the stuff with Abramovich as well. You're chanting the name of a bloke, all right, he gave you all these honours, he's fueled your club with a lot of money that has meant you can have great success. But are we also going to just ignore the fact that it is there in black and white now that he has links in terms of going against Ukraine? Yeah, like he's been like I'm sure he, I think I've read somewhere again. I might I'm not 100 percent certain on the facts, but I'm it, sure he has a steel the, company that has. Yeah, it's like the statement in the treasury, got like the government's treasury, the treasury department, or something like that. The statement's there. Mm. It's there, it, black and white. This man has done oh, yeah. bad things. Yeah, like he is a big supporter of the. Vladimir Putin regime and everything that's been going on and is currently going on in the world uh, involving uh, Russia and from what I did read was he has had some help in terms of like the tanks and the armory and all that because apparently he has like a steel company that he's involved with that has helped build the tanks that have gone on and done all this stuff and yeah. as well as other weapons as well so it's obviously massively, massively obviously bad to take see that with a pinch of salt yes. look Look into that yourself, find your own opinion because that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the football stuff, and really, like, it, it's I don't know if it's difficult, probably, for Chelsea fans because, as we said, mm. the success is given he's made Chelsea Football Club into a superpower. Yeah, right. You can't deny what he's done for that team over the last 20 years in terms of success and players they've had and achievements it's absolutely incredible but then you now look at this off the field antics and you're just like you've just got to know the time and the place of when to say your appreciation for them and, and it's just not right like the whole former players coming out saying like oh what an honour it was to play under him and this that and the other you're like it's just know your timing and placement of the same things like Maybe in two, three years down the line. Let's be honest. John Terry, there is a thing or two about the right time and the right place in celebrating something. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it is going to be interesting to see what does 
uh, happen over the next three, four weeks because it, uh, we just don't know where Chelsea go. Obviously, if there is any more big news on the story, we will try to tell you in the best terms as possible. Uh, a final bit of news that came out later on today uh, is obviously regarding the team's main shirt sponsor, 3. They have confirmed that they have uh, suspended their current partnership with Chelsea, um, meaning you won't be seeing 3 advertised anywhere around the ground uh, for the foreseeable future. And they had apparently wanted their sponsorship removed from today's games, both the men and women's. However, uh, it came out such late notice that it was unable to happen. What I would expect uh, yeah, for the it's both a massive shame. We've missed out on an amazing opportunity of them coming out in playing blue tops. <laughs> just play inside out, lads. But no. doesn't matter. Just <laughs> just, just <laughs> let, if they've got fans on tape anywhere, just a big X over it. <laughs> mm. But no, we'll the memes dead what, now uh, as well. People you've realised. No more free nil memes. For the time being. Unless they, they find a new <laughs> club to sponsor. Oh, yeah. Uh, I They're mean, going for Newcastle now. For sponsors. <laughs> oh, Newcastle, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so just a short recap here as we end this now. Going forth, Chelsea, no money will be coming into the club and will be able to be spent as of time of recording. Obviously, anything changes, we will update you. Um, a sale of the club is now halted for the time being there may be help from the UK government to get this all sorted um, it's going to be a very very interesting next couple of months to see what happens with Chelsea Football Club going forward uh, any final thoughts on the matter before we wrap up today yeah, the thing with Chelsea fans is they can feel hurt right now but it's not damning the, the long run on depending on who the new owners will be the situation will become more clearer and I don't think this will get to the worst situation possible. Mm. Uh, and again, it could be a sign of a positive thing. It could go back to being a family club like it was previously prior to Abramovich, but it's going to be a very interesting time, uh, to say the least, at Chelsea Football Club. Right, that is the end of this week's uh, Going to Extra Time podcast and we will be back with our usual uh, preview podcast later on today where we will be looking ahead to the weekend's fixtures and looking back at the week's action, including tonight's uh, action and anything else going on around the world of football, including the Champions League that's happened. I can't so wait until to then, make sure, you like and su- <laughs> make sure you like and subscribe and follow us on Twitter for all the latest news and stories, especially regarding this Chelsea situation. Until next time, it's goodbye from Brad. See ya. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you soon.